0: Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody on Stadium. We are Stadium's weekend sports betting show. Colby, Nate, Ben, Monty running the sticks. Boys, another week of college football NFL betting. How you guys doing? All right.
1: In Terms of betting, a little bit rough, but I like a lot of bets this week, NFL and college. It was hard to figure out what I want to use for the best bet. I like all the picks I'm going to give out Ooh. this show. So hopefully we kind of turn it around as we kind of are closing in on the midway point of the college football
0: regular season
1: and a quarter
0: of the way down in the NFL. Got a bit more of a balance show today. We got college football, and then we'll have NFL, and then, of course, our best bets, and we dress up for the underdog segment as well. But let's get into college football betting, guys. We have uh, some fun games this weekend. We picked two, as we always do, that we're going to highlight. First one, the Red River rivalry. Oklahoma and Texas in Dallas. Texas minus six and a half. It opened at four and a half. Total is at 60 and a half. What do you like?
1: So for me, it's going to be a Texas play. I definitely would have liked it at a lower number. I don't know if I'm going to bet my real money on Texas at minus six and a half. I hope they win for some preseason bets that I've I've made on the Longhorns. But this really bet comes down to not really trusting Oklahoma. I know they're five and zero. They look much improved in Brent Venables' second season in Norman, but they haven't really played anyone good. Cincinnati was probably their best opponent on the road, and they were two touchdown favorite in that game. So. Don't think we're like learning much too much about the Sooners. Arkansas State, SMU. Last week they played Iowa State. So I think we're going to really find out how good the Sooners are. And I still have my doubts about them kind of overall as a team. And, and Texas, I mean, they've passed every test this year. They beat Alabama, which is probably the most impressive win in college football thus far. They destroyed Baylor in, in the Big 12 opener. They beat Kansas last week in a game where they left a lot of points on the board in the first half. So I think there's each actually more room for this Texas team to improve, and they're the third-ranked team in the country. So this is a Texas play for me. Not sure if I'm going to get there at the current number, but Longhorns is the only way I could look.
2: All right, Colby, you
0: have made a bet on this game, but you have stuff to say, yeah. but I don't think you have a bet for the yeah. show. Uh,
2: I, so, got so it for one, I got it. it when it opened. I took Texas minus 4.5. I that I love that number. I it's 7 or 6.5. Uh, it's going to continue to rise, so I would say the higher it gets, probably lean so the Sooners, as, depending on where it gets, if it gets a seven and a half, I would probably lean Sooners. You, get a, nice, you get a nice little They're, middle there. It's too. the Red River rivalry. It's one of the best rivalries in college football. They Both teams always show up. It's never a bad game. I don't recall it ever being a bad game in the last few years. Last year it was. But you'll exclude last year because OU was horrendous. It's true. I'll exclude that one year. They usually, yeah, show, up. They usually but, show up. But like Nate said, Texas is all the way back. Don't get it twisted. Like, Texas is the superior team. It's it's a tough. It's tough. If you like Texas, take Texas. But
0: I don't think I can pick a side in this one. I picked a team total. Oh. I'm going to go Oklahoma team total under. I think it's at 27.5 at most places. And as long as the total keeps going up, which I think it probably will because people think this is going to be a shootout, I, I'm going to take Oklahoma team total under. I think this is the best defense Oklahoma has faced all season long by far. I don't think they faced a top 25 defense all season long. I just I think they are going to really struggle with the pass rush with the secondary. Um, Texas is is going to possibly blow them out. I took minus four and a half, and I it, the spread's probably going to continue to go number. up. I, I, just, I just I don't think Dylan Gabriel is going to be able to come to play against this team. He's in struggling Oklahoma's in Cincinnati, is struggle. yeah, I'm mean, exactly. co- sure they covered, but. They're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle against Texas. I kind of like the under as long as it keeps going up. But Oklahoma team total under, I love that play.
1: It would seem wrong though to take the under in the last game that this is a Big 12 game because I next know. year will be SEC. Yeah. And I feel like then this game is a or just typical like stereotypical Big 12 that it could get it to a high scoring game. But as you mentioned, some questions about Oklahoma's offense, Texas defense greatly improved from what really we've did. seen in the last few years.
0: Both defense is really good. That's why I kind of like the under as well. Uh, let's go to the next big game that we wanted to highlight. Alabama at Texas A&M, Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher. What do you like?
1: Yeah, it's a, another old assistant battle that uh, Nick Saban is never involved in.
0: This time with Jimbo
1: Fisher, who was his offensive coordinator at LSU back when Saban was there. I don't even remember. I don't think Colby even remembers those days.
2: <laughs> I don't remember much, clearly, because I don't remember the Red River rivalry being like that last year. <laughs> I didn't watch.
0: Fair, Fair. Watch.
2: Fair. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. It's all right. We all have our strengths.
1: So this game is kind of difficult for me. You could make a case for Alabama just because they have looked good against the Mississippi school since Jalen Milrose reinserted in the lineup. He got benched after the Texas game, and then the other quarterbacks were bad against USF. So maybe Alabama's finding something. However, I really do think this is kind of AM's time to flex their muscle. On a national stage, they've kind of piled up the recruiting classes. They brought in Bobby Petrino to run more of a modernized offense because Jimbo Fisher seemingly couldn't do that. I feel like A&M has to be the side here. I don't really love the number at plus two and a half. If you can get plus three, I think A&M is worth a bet. Uh, one thing with A&M, Connor Wegman has been out the last six quarters, but Max Johnson, Brad Johnson's son, has been a really solid backup and has filled in nicely. I don't think it, the Aggies have really skipped a beat with him, so I can see him having some success in this game. Although, if you look at the total, it's kind of gone down throughout the week. I think it touched fifty and now it's forty six and a half. So maybe this is kind of a lower scoring game where the defense is flexing their muscle. And in that case I would side with the underdog. So hope A and M wins for some uh some personal reasons, but uh let's go, Aggies, this Saturday.
2: You have a bet. I do. I think. I think, I think I think. Okay. I told you to put down Alabama, but in my notes I just wrote Alabama? That's, Alabama. Alabama. That's
0: exactly what I have. I, it, it, it's so Don gross. gross.
2: But Maybe Bama. The only reason I said let, let me take Alabama is because I feel like they're on the up and up. After did you, after, you steal yeah, my notes? I, I, I did. I, I think you agree. said them to this. me, and I just wrote down saying that they're mine. I, I see it. Alabama on the trajectory. I see them being on the up and up. Ever since they lost to Texas, I feel like they're they're not the B word. They're not back. Not back. They're working on it. They're the I, they're- I word.
0: They're improving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alabama's too good of a school, or too good a program, to say yeah. they're back or not. It's, they're 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 always there. They're probably one of the more talented teams in the country. They're just, building. They're just, just will they get the quarterback? They're just one of those teams where road. if they
2: lose once, it's like, oh, uh, it's not their year. Yeah, that's just how yeah. Alabama yeah. works. People are people are sleeping on. Them. So, the bar's too high. Yeah, but it I is. feel like it just feels like such <laughs> a trap. Like I saw it, it this morning. I think I don't know what book it was, but it was like one and a half or one. I'm like, if this is gonna get the plus money, I'm taking Alabama money line.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I'm 100% agreeing with you. I think this team has shown gradual improvement as the season has gone on for the most part. I don't know if I fully trust Milrow yet I, and haven't I yet. I always talk about trusting quarterbacks, but he has shown to be good in some spots, bad in the others. So I have a lean. It's Alabama minus two and a half is what I'm picking. But I, I don't, again, I don't feel super strongly about it, but I I would lean Alabama. And that's but I do love Nate's pick because
2: uh, Texas A&M has a great defense.
0: Yeah, revenge game, too. Uh, let's open up the board. Other college football bets. This time, we're going to start with Colby. Yes.
2: What do you like? Hello there, everybody. We're taking Colorado, Arizona State under. I got it originally when it came out at 64 and a half. Arizona State has a sneaky good defense. I mean, let me pump the brakes. Well, They're a gross crazy. team. That's really They're a gross team. They held USC to 28 points. They held Fresno State to 28, 28 points, I think, too. Um, they all those field. They, they goals. had five field goals. They yeah, were in the red zone the whole game. It didn't only allow I think one or two touchdowns. No offense, oh, to nobody scoring for Arizona State. But yeah, it just feels right because if they're gonna, if the better defense is gonna hold the offense, there's nothing going on.
0: I like it. It's it's it's, it's go... a sicko, sicko. Yeah, that is sicko kind of play. a sicko play. I'm going to go an under uh, with another game that we could have made, one of the prime games of the weekend, Georgia-Kentucky. Uh, I think neither of these teams are going to have the ability to score on the other's defense. Georgia's defense, as we know, is is really good, and it has been good. But Kentucky's defense, kind of sneaking under the radar, is also a really good defense. These are top, two top 15 teams in opponent's yards per game. Georgia is seventh in stopping teams on third down. If you limit the running game for Kentucky – Devin Leary is not going to come through for you. He just isn't. He's not a good enough quarterback at this point. He's been very inconsistent as a quarterback of Kentucky. So I don't know how Kentucky's going to score their points. And the other side for Georgia, if you stop Brock Bowers, they kind of become one-dimensional. So I really like the under 48 and a half. It's been going up and down. You took it uh, earlier in the week, and it's been moving slightly back and forth. So as long as you can get it between 47 and a half and like 49 or anything above 47 and a half, I take it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Devin Leary was expected to be kind of a highlight transfer, maybe in all-college football, uh, going into the offseason. And just if you look at his stats, not very impressive. Not and accurate at all. A night game in Athens, especially against a Georgia team that I think probably will be pretty bad about how the Auburn game played out. I think we're going to a fully motivated Bulldogs on Saturday night. All
0: right, we have Iowa bets, plural. Oh, hey, you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, can't believe I'm doing this. But I'm going to take Iowa as a favorite, minus 2.5 against Purdue.
0: Monty's loving it.
1: I know Monty will talk Palmer. about Iowa and <laughs> why uh, why what his bet is, his his weekly Iowa bet. One thing I like about this number is that it is under a field goal now because of a, a quarterback change for Iowa, Cade Mcmara, unfortunately out for the season, but backup Deacon Hill was very serviceable Saturday night leading a comeback win against Michigan State. But this play is more of a fade against Purdue, who's had a brutal schedule the first five weeks you think about it, they're playing one of the best teams in the Mountain West, at Fresno State, week one. Then you go out to Virginia Tech, playing a monsoon there, tropical storm. Then you come back home Saturday night against Syracuse and a Friday night game against Wisconsin, open the Big Ten slate. And then last week, they destroy Illinois, which was a big game for Purdue head coach Ryan Walters, who was the defensive coordinator at Illinois. So now, for three straight weeks in West Lafayette, you go out to Iowa City. Iowa's you know offense, obviously a lot of questions, a lot of jokes about their their offense that are are said jokes equally in the national media jokes. But they still have strong defense, strong special teams. Player. When Kirk Ferentz is you know in this small favorite role, this is usually when you want to back them. so Iowa minus two and a half what
0: uh, what is this Purdue team? They're not what not your grandfather's team.
1: They're not your uncle's Purdue. They're this isn't Joe too. Taylor isn't walking through that door,
0: <laughs> all right, Monty. Let's, let's, let's hear, hear the your, your Iowa advice
3: here. Yeah, oh, let's do it. No side this week, baby. We're back on the winning streak. <laughs> Two and three overall, so we're going to get there. Don't worry. Congrats. Yeah, hit a nice little SGP last week. I'm with Nate, but I wanted to go a different route here. Didn't want to give you the same bet, so I'm going Iowa team total over 20 and a half. Three touchdowns. Ooh. Done it. Three out of the five games. Missed by one point in another game, so pretty close to this number. I think you're getting a lower number with the McNamara injury that Nate touched on. And Deacon Hill showed some arm talent last week. Receivers dropped a bunch of passes, five or six. So if they can kind of clean up those mistakes, I think they can get to this number. It's really about getting into the red zone for them. You see that on your screen there. Uh, tied 19th in FBS for red zone bad scoring secondary. percentage. And really Purdue's given up a bunch of passing yards. So if Brian Ferentz and the team can kind of put together a good game plan, which I know some weeks is a big if. <laughs> then <laughs> as a big It if. is, right? So... I like the chances here. I think it's a low number with Deacon Hill in there. And I think the boys can get it done.
0: That's your Iowa bets of the week. We got NFL bets coming up next on stadium bets. What? We got that. Our underdogs, our best bets. We got so much left in the show. Stay here on stadium. This is stadium bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. Time to talk some NFL bets for the weekend. We got Colby, Nate, Ben, and Monty running the sticks. Cheerio, mate. Cheerio, mate. We're going to London. We're gonna to go to London for the London game. That's <laughs> all I can do for that accent. We're I was gonna not go Jaguars Bills. I was not uh, <laughs> either. One more
2: time, <laughs> What's your favorite kind of food?
0: Cheerio, mate. Cheerios. Fish and chips.
3: Hello, right,
0: there you go. He can do it. Uh, we got Jaguars and the Bills. We got the Jaguars there for their second week in London. they are actually pretty good. Yeah, they, they love being in London, and London loves them. The Bills coming over after a huge win. That line is the Bills' favorite, 5.5 right now, 48.5 is the total. Where are you leaning?
1: Yeah, very unique situational spot with the Jaguars staying in London for the second straight game. They played at Wembley last week, got the win against the Falcons. Now they stay at London. This game is at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is about 12 miles northwest of Wembley. Sorry, northeast kilometers of too. I think. Yeah, miles probably like twenty kilometers. I would. I would there we say. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Buffalo,
1: Buffalo meanwhile, coming in England. to England, rush off a huge win against the the Miami Dolphins. It was a, a statement win in terms of AFC playoff implications, AFC East. And I yeah. think this is kind of the time you want to bet against Buffalo, kind of off that ceiling game. And situationally, I think this really favors Jacksonville. I know we don't really know how to quantify this because this has never happened before where two teams are playing or the same teams playing back-to-back international games. Yeah. But I think it has to be an advantage for the Jaguars who got, get to be comfortable, getting used to the time change, not having worry to travel, worry about traveling this week. So I like the Jags a lot, plus 5.5. That's a bet for me with real money.
2: I love what Nate said, but I'm going with the Bills. This, this will be Ooh. my plum pick of the week because this is just going with my heart. So, I don't think the Jaguars are as good as they're, they were supposed to be. I think they're a little bit worse than last year, maybe. But I think the Bills are clearly the superior team, and I think they will get it done. I don't care that they weren't in London for an extra week. I think they're going to go in, stay hot.
0: Goodbye, no, mate. They already oh, got hot, Australia. so they're going to stay hot, and they're going to
2: cover the spread. They're going to win by seven.
0: I'm on the Jaguar side as well for everything that Nate said. I think it's just I think it's regression time for the Bills. We did the same thing in the Bills game to the Dolphins, where we thought it was going to be a bit of regression to the mean. I think for the Bills, they played a phenomenal game last week. Now they have to travel internationally, get on a plane, do all that. Coming off a great game, I think some regressions expected. I'll take the Jags. That's also worth noting,
1: Bills cornerback Tre'Davious White suffered a season-ending injury, yeah. so that's a big loss. And then Cam Robinson, the left tackle, served a four-game suspension. Open the season for Jacksonville. Back in the fold for Jaguars offensive line that's been pretty shaky this season.
0: Let's do Cowboys 49ers, the Sunday night football game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 49ers minus three and a half. Uh, total 45. It's at home for the 49ers, which is closer to San Jose for their home, but that's a completely different discussion. What do you like?
1: A lot of geography on today's show. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Learning a lot. We
0: try We try to educate.
1: Yeah, so game of the week, obviously, but I'm going to be on team no bet here. I think the spread oh. is exactly what it should be. In the playoff game, January 22nd, the two teams played in Santa Clara. It was the exact same point spread. The total is a little bit down from that game. It closed 46 in January. Now it's 45. So, in terms of total, I mean, if you want to go over because that game was kind of, you know, it's a little bit lower than it was, I'd understand that. But at the same time, I feel like both teams' defenses are ahead of their offense. So I'm going to be completely on the sideline for this game, unless it gets the 49ers minus three for some reason, and I'll at least have something on San
2: Francisco. I got a question for you, Ben. What is something you can't beat? Um, It's consistency, and that is what the 49ers are every single week. They are consistently good. They are the more well-rounded team in this matchup. Give me the 49ers. This is the best team in the NFL.
0: Yes, that's, that's it. Stop, that's it. Stop, Stop taking t- my notes.
2: <laughs> Sorry, got excited. Stop taking
0: my notes. Uh, but yeah, I have 49ers uh, for a later bet. So I agree with that. I think they're. I think they're the best team in the NFL. That's all I'm going to say for oh, now. They're more, not an underdog. Consistency I what it could be. can't more to, more lose. come later. Uh, let's go to other NFL bets. Open up the board. Yes. We'll go right back around, Nate. What's uh, what's another bet you like in the NFL this weekend?
1: Yeah, let's go Vikings plus four. I think you could probably get a better number by the time you listen to this, but I'm going to say it at like the lowest possible point. Vikings, a team that I've been kind of harsh on this year and wanting to bet against, and have successfully did that twice. But now I want to play on them. They've had a lot of unlucky moments this year with their one and three record. They fumbled the ball seven times. They had four interceptions, including two around the end zone. I think the positive regression might hit Minnesota this game against the Chiefs team that has kind of been pedestrian by their standards this year. This is a big game for the Vikings to try to get to two and three. And if you're two and three in the NFC, you still have kind of kind of a puncher's chance. So, I like the Vikings here. Not sure if they're going to win the game, but I think you can count on them playing a close game on Sunday against Kansas City.
0: Taylor Swift uh, making the trip to Minnesota? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. She's been to Missouri though. We're getting
2: filthy. We're taking the Broncos under team total at twenty-two and a half. Now, the Jets have, the have played a lot of really good offenses, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and the Bills, and they all have done well against them. The Broncos have faced probably the worst defenses in football, the Bears, the Raiders, the Commanders, and the Dolphins, and they've scored on average 25 points a game this season against bottom defenses. That number's too high to me. Under. Like it.
1: I'll say that was the most convincing case Colby's made in the history of this show. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not I'm trying smart. to be mean, but I, I like that a lot. Sometimes I'm smart. Strength of schedule
0: and, yeah. Mine's, good. mine's pretty simple, too. Steelers plus four. They were going to maybe be my underdog play. I like them a lot more on the spread at plus four, and the reason is simple. Mike Tomlin as a home underdog is unbelievable. 82% against the spread as a home dog, and they're playing the Ravens, a divisional team, the last 11 meetings between these two teams, the underdog has won every single meeting, or the underdog is covered, I should say, every single meeting. So oh, really? the numbers help us, the situation helps us. The Steelers' awful game they played last week. I think they're going to have some room for improvement. If Mitch Trubisky starts, oh, I kind like that more. Down. To be honest, he might be a step up from Kenny Pickett. But either way, Steelers' underdog at home under Tomlin, that's an automatic bet for me.
1: And I'll have more on that game
0: later. I love it. And later the is coming up next. On we're talking underdogs, we're talking best bets. That's coming up next on Stadium Bets. Welcome back, Stadium Bets. Time for the world-famous Underdogs of the Week. (laughs) Nate, you're wearing the hat. We'll get to the half for best bets while you're wearing it, but what's your underdog?
1: Yeah, let's go Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben touched on the reasons why to back Pittsburgh in this game. I also think you want to fade the Ravens here. They have two really big wins this year against the Bengals and Browns, but the Bengals are really beat up offensively. Joe Burrow obviously doesn't look right, so that win not as impressive. And then last week, they got to play Dorian Thompson-Robinson in his NFL debut and avoided Deshaun Watson. So I think the Ravens are a touch overvalued here, and they're very banged up still. So give me the Steelers
0: at home. Mike Tomlin thrives in the home. Dog roll. We get a bark and then you're underdog.
2: Texans, money line. The Ooh. Falcons. They're hot. I've just lost to the Jaguars 23-7 last week on the other side of the pond. The week before that, Houston beat the Jaguars 37-17. Do the math. Texans, money line. I love the Falcons even more now.
0: <laughs> they're a better team. They they're they're a really either. good team. Maybe loves the Falcons. Uh, I'll go... Uh, <laughs> I'll go Good with my man. underdog. Let's do Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming money line. Things get weird in Laramie. I want to be a cowboy. We're going to go Wyoming money line. I think it's like plus 195. Wyoming's 4-0 at home this season. They beat Texas Tech as a 13.5 point underdog. I think they can win at home under the lights. It's a night game. I think they do it. I think Wyoming's the, the winner here. It's tough to play in Laramie as a, as a visiting team. Best bets. Now, Nate's wearing the, the caution hat. It's, a, it's been a struggle people. for your best bet. So. Lost, lost be three a, lost
1: three in a row, yeah. but I'm going to go with UCLA minus three and a half. Both teams are off by. They're playing Washington State, by the way, at the Rose Bowl. UCLA, I think they're going to show some improvement after this bye week. They have a true freshman quarterback in Dante Moore. I think they kind of really take the next step and kind of contend in the Pac-12. On the other side, Washington State has two really big home wins against Wisconsin and Oregon State, but now they're on a road on the road I think it's a little bit of a different situation for the Cougars here. I think laying three and a half is a very cheap price on the Bruins. UCLA minus three and a half, best
2: bet. You guys know my rules. Got to live and die by them. Ole Miss last week rushed the field. Big game for them. Huge letdown spot this week. We're taking Arkansas plus 11 and a half. Half You you don't know how much I love KJ Jefferson. That boy is the man. Trust him. System works, hopefully. I'm going to go 49ers. They're my best
0: bet of the week, minus three and a half. They are the best team in the NFL, as Colby said. And I think Dallas, uh, you look at their strength of schedule, not very good. Now, the 49ers haven't played amazing teams, but they have played a little bit better against bad teams and have played a little bit of competition better than the Cowboys. I think the 49ers are going to be able to stomp all over the Cowboys. I think their defense is going to be able to stop Dak Prescott. I really like 49ers this week, Nate.
1: You know, very, uh, very bold going – Game of the week is your best bet, but uh, if, if that's what you see values, then so be it.
0: Fading America's team. I love it. All right, boys. Good luck to you this good week. Luck, Nate. Good luck, you to you need this it. week. You need it. Yeah, I think we're going to do well. I think we're going to kill it. You can find all of our content at Stadium Bets on Twitter. We also make videos on Instagram as well. So for us, good luck, and we'll see you next week.